Welcome to Word Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message. Hello everybody, I'm Dr. Abiodun welcoming everyone of us to this week's podcast. Oh, I'm so much full of gladness for you joining us in this week's episode. And the Lord will bless you real good in the name of Jesus. Our topic this week is God has a final say. God has a final say. And our text is taken from Joel chapter 3, verse 16 to verse 21. Joel chapter 3, from verse 16 to verse 21. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. Say, The Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake. But the Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. So you shall know that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then Jerusalem shall be holy, and no aliens shall ever pass through again. And it will come to pass in that day that the mountains shall drip with new wine. The hills shall flow with milk, and all the brooks of Judah shall be flooded with water. A fountain shall flow from the house of the Lord and water the valley of Akakias. Egypt shall be a desolation, and Edom a desolate wilderness, because of violence against the people of Judah, for they have shed innocent blood in their land. But Judah shall abide forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. For I will acquit them of the guilt of bloodshed, whom I have not acquitted. For the Lord dwells in Zion. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you of his word in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another beautiful opportunity you've given us this week to come before you once again to receive your word. Lord, I pray for every one of my listeners today that your word comes to them, O Lord, that word will not return to them void, but will accomplish the purpose for which we are sending unto them, O Lord. It will do a new thing in their lives. It will heal, to save, to deliver, to restore. Father, it will encourage. In the name of Jesus. And Father, I pray that that word will impact them positively, Lord. That it will add value to their work with you and make them to fulfill destiny. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor you. Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. God has a final say, as a title once again. The Bible makes us to understand, makes it very clear, that all power belongs to God. And His word concerning us is final in all situations. If you read Isaiah chapter 55, Verse 10 to verse 12, the Bible says, Say, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy, hallelujah, and be led out with peace. The mountains on the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Hallelujah. That's for somebody. Thus say you will go out with joy, be led out with peace. 
The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. This season, that's what will be your portion in the name of Jesus. So God's word is final in all situations and his word is dependable. In Exodus chapter 15 verse 11, we read there, Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? That is God. That is not like our God. He alone is Jehovah God. He's the only living God. All other gods are the handiwork of men. Hallelujah. If you look at our text, Joel chapter 3, 16 to 21 that we read, there are certain things there for us, important notes that we can look at, things we should take note of about God and his ability to bless his people. And number one thing we see there is that God is mighty, majestic, and full of power and grace. He is mighty, majestic, and full of power and grace. We see that in Joel chapter 3, verse 16, the first part of it there, said the Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake. There will be a tremor. Ha! When the Lord speaks, there's a tremor. That's a mighty God there. That's a majestic God, full of power and grace. That's God. And that's assuring us that he is majestic. He is mighty. He's full of power. He's full of grace. So whatever he promises, he's able to do. Hallelujah. If you look at the second in there, second portion of that Joel chapter 3 verse 16, we see that there, we see there that God is the hope and strength of his people. Hallelujah. Joel chapter 3 verse 16, second part, say that the Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. He's our shelter. He's our strength. Hallelujah. And because our hope is our strength, is our shelter, we can depend on him. And we can be rest, be rest assured that we cannot go stranded. You cannot be stranded. Oh, as long as you believe in God, as long as you depend upon him, you cannot be stranded. You cannot be disappointed. Hallelujah. Because he's a faithful girl. And he has all that it takes to protect you. Hallelujah. He's your hope. He's your strength. And he will never disappoint you. Number three thing we see is he's holy. Dwelling in a holy habitation. Hallelujah. Joel chapter 3 verse 17. Say so you shall know that I am the Lord your God dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then Jerusalem shall be holy, and no aliens shall ever pass through her again. Hallelujah. God is holy. Yes, we see that all through scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. He's a holy God. And Peter tells us that we should be holy for the Lord our God is holy. If we belong to a holy God, we must be holy. That's the only way we can relate with him. And as long as you're walking in holiness with the Lord, you are walking in uprightness with him, you are walking right with him, you can be certain that he will always be there for you. He has your back. He will always look out for you. He will keep you, protect you, shield you from you. You will never be stranded. You will never be disappointed. Hallelujah. He said, then Jerusalem shall be holy. You shall be holy. You have to be holy to walk with the Holy God. And no aliens shall ever pass through her again. No stranger will pass through you. No stranger, no enemy, no adversary will prevail over you. Hallelujah. Because the Lord will make sure he protects you, he keeps you, you and your household, and he shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Number four, he will release abundance to his people. You belong to the Lord. The Lord says he will release his abundance unto you. Especially this season, the Lord will release his abundance to you. You will not lack, you will celebrate in the name of Jesus. That's Joel chapter 3, verse 18. And, I, and it will come to pass in that day that the mountains shall drip with new wine. You see that? The hills shall flow with milk, and all the brooks of Judah shall be flooded with water. 
A fountain shall flow from the house of the Lord and water the valley of Akathias. Hallelujah. God's talking there, talking of new wine, talking of milk, talking of water. Hallelujah. They are talking about abundance. They are talking about plenty. They are talking about refreshment. They are talking about comfort. That's all that God is promising you this season. In the name of Jesus. He says he is going to make you comfortable. He's going to refresh you. Hallelujah. He's going to give you abundance. When, you, when the Bible talks about new wine, talks about milk, it's talking about abundance. 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 Prosperity. That's what the Lord is giving you this season. Wealth, riches, abundance, prosperity. And he says, the brooks of Judah shall be flooded with water. That is refreshment. Hallelujah. Oh, Rapa Sanka. If fountain shall flow from the house of the Lord and water the valley of Cass. A, a fountain means it will be an unending, you know, refreshment. Hallelujah. Coming from the Lord. It will not stop. It will keep flowing. In the name of Jesus, I speak to you this day that this season, the Lord is going to refresh in you. Hallelujah. He's going to bring abundance into your life, into your home. He's going to bring wealth and riches, prosperity into your camp. In the name of Jesus. Then the number five thing here we see Lord say, he will cause calamity in the camp of the enemies. Hallelujah. So not only is God going to bless you, he's also going to take care of your enemies. Because he's out not just to bless you, but he's also out to protect you. That nobody, no one will oppress, that no one will take that which he has blessed you with from you. Hallelujah. He will cause calamity in the camp of the enemies. We see that in Joel chapter 3 verse 19. Egypt shall be a desolation, and Edom a desolate wilderness, because of violence against the people of Judah, for they have shed innocent blood in their land. Anyone that ever oppressed you, anyone that ever attacked you, anyone that ever maltreated you, God says, he will bring calamity into their camp. Hallelujah. He will deal with them. His wrath and judgment will come upon them. They will not go scot-free because God is there to protect you. Hallelujah. And he will continue to protect you in the name of Jesus. And finally, we see the six things that, the, the sixth thing I want us to take note of. That's in Joel chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. And that's that God's people shall reign eternally with him. Joel chapter 3, 20, 21. It said, But Judah shall abide forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. For I will acquit them of the guilt of bloodshed, whom I had not acquitted. For the Lord dwells in Zion. The Lord said you will dwell with him eternally. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus came, to make sure that he destroyed all the works of the devil, and that he calls you unto himself, and gives you the ability, the capability, the spiritual ability to live for him, and to make heaven with him. Hallelujah. He said, be not afraid. He said, as you believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house there are many mansions. If each were not so, I would have told you. Said, and I'm going there to prepare a place for you that when it is ready, I will come back again and take you unto myself. That's Jesus' promise when he was living. Ah, beloved, God wants you to reign eternally with him. And so it shall be in the name of Jesus. You walk right with him. You maintain your holiness. You maintain your righteousness with the Lord. You keep seeking the face of the Lord and you keep trusting him. He says, you will reign eternally with him. Now, that's my prayer for you in the name of Jesus, that you will reign eternally with God in the name of Jesus. Now, the question is, is God dependable to keep his promise? Of course, yes. He is, this, he is this, de dependable and he's also reliable. You can depend on him. You can rely on him. That's what we're saying. And there are scriptures to back this up. There are 
accounts in the Bible that will make us to realize that God is always reliable, is always dependable. You remember these three uh, Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3? That's a good account to let us know that God is reliable. He delivered these three Hebrew from the fairy furnace. Hallelujah. Let's look at it, Daniel chapter 3. Verses 16 to 27. I'll read it quickly here in New King James Version, Daniel chapter 3, 16 to 27. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they hit the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fairy furnace. Then these men were bound in their coals, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Therefore, because of the king's command, therefore, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, Oh, true, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fairy furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together. And they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were the garments affected. And the smell of fire was not on them. Hallelujah. 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 That's the God we serve. It's a mighty man who can deliver. A mighty God who can deliver. He delivered his people, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the king could not believe it. In fact, he had a divine revelation. He saw the first man there. He could recognize that as a son of man. We are son of God. Who told him? That's divine revelation. Hallelujah. 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 Our God is dependable. Our God is reliable. Yes, you can again look at Daniel chapter 6. That's Daniel in the den of the lion. Hallelujah. God delivered him. That's in Daniel chapter 6 from verse 13 to verse 24. Daniel 6, 13 to 24. Again, I will read it quickly from here so that you know that these accounts are right there in the Bible. I'm not just fabricating them. New King James Version, Daniel chapter 6, 13 to 24. So they answered and said before the king that Daniel, that Daniel is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regard for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. And the king, when he heard these words, was greatly displeased with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored to the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men approached the king. Yes, these men approached the king 
and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is the law of the Medes and Persians that no decree or statute which the king establishes may be changed. So the king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Then a stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the signets of his laws, that the purpose concerning Daniel might not be changed. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him. Also his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Hmm, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Daniel responded, Yes, he has delivered me. You can read on from... Okay, let me just read from verse 22. Say, My God sent his angel and shot the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Okay, let me conclude. 23, 24. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever was found on him because he believed in his God. Because he believed in his God. Because he believed in his God. As you believe in your God, the Lord will deliver you. Hallelujah. He will frustrate the counsel of the enemy around you in the name of Jesus. Verse 24, the final one I'll read there. And the king gave the command and they brought those men who had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children and their wives and the lions overpowered them and broke all their bones in pieces before they ever came to the bottom of the den. Maybe some people might say that those lions were domesticated lions. They, they would not kill. They were just friendly. <laughs> okay. When Daniel came out of the den, the king commanded that those who accused him be thrown into the lion's den with their families. And before they could even get to the bottom of the lion, I mean of the lion's den, what happened? They were all torn into pieces by the lions, telling you that the lions were real. God protected Daniel, and that's why they could not harm him. That's why they had a wonderful fellowship with Daniel. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beloved, what am we saying? God is dependable. God is reliable. Whatever you are going through at this moment, the Lord will deliver you. Have you been thrown into the lion's den? The Lord will deliver you like he delivered Daniel. Have you been thrown into the fairy, burning fairy? The Lord will deliver you like he delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus, this season you will celebrate. You will rejoice. Because that's what the word of God says. says the, the voice of rejoicing and salvation shall never cease in the camp of the righteous. It will not cease in your camp. In the name of Jesus, you will celebrate with your loved ones. You will celebrate with every member of your household. And it shall be well with you. Beloved, the Lord has a final say, and no matter what the enemy says or does, God's word concerning you and your situation, your household, will surely prevail. Hallelujah. Just keep trusting him. Keep believing him like Daniel did. And the Bible said, because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego believed God, so the fire had no power over them. No fire of the world will have any power over you. Because you keep believing the Lord, and the Lord will keep protecting you and shielding you. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Perhaps you are out there, you are yet to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. I want to give you that invitation right now. Because when you have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, yes, you can be sure, you can be certain that no matter what the devil does, no matter what your adversaries do, God will always be there to protect you. He will have the final say and they cannot prevail over you. I want to give you the opportunity right now to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And all you have to do is to come before the Lord right now. I'm going to say these few words. You repeat it after me with a sincere heart, with a genuine heart, with a heart of true repentance. And the Lord will accept you and you will never be the same again. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today confessing and repenting of my sin. Forgive me, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your spirit and help me to begin to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil and I choose from today to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your name for my brethren, your children, Lord, who have taken this beautiful decision, this wonderful decision, this greatest decision, O Lord God, to let go of their past, to let go of their allegiance to the devil, to let go of their worldly affiliations, to let go of the way they have been living in time past, in the days of ignorance, and to embrace Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, you have promised that whoever comes unto you, you will not reject. You will not cast away. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I believe as they come to you today, you will not reject them. You will not cast them away. You will embrace them. You will draw them to yourself. You will accept them, O oh Lord. And as they have prayed, O oh Lord God, you fill them with your spirit. You give them the power to begin to live over sin. You give them the power to begin to live in dominion over the devil and his agents. In the name of Jesus. The Lord, they will begin to serve you, walk with you, they be devoted to you. They have put their hands to the plow this moment, O oh Lord. They will never look back again, Lord. That they will keep walking with you till the end of the race. And at the end of the race, O oh Lord God, they will be chosen as part of those, Lord, whom you're going to reward with crowns of glory for their faithfulness in the name of Jesus. Lord, strengthen them spiritually, physically, that, Lord, you will always be there for them, that your word will be the final over their lives, not the devils, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to appreciate you for taking the bold decision to come to the knowledge of Jesus, to, to have Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And I want you to know that it's a great decision and that right now you are a new creature. Like the Bible says, all oh, things concerning you have passed away and you have become a new creature in Christ Jesus. The Lord will keep you, will uphold you, will strengthen you every way in the name of Jesus. And you will not regret this decision you have taken in the name of Jesus. The grip of the devil over you is broken permanently in the name of Jesus. I want to encourage you to join a Bible-believing church around you. Begin to fellowship with them. Begin to study the Word with them. And let the Spirit of God begin to build you by the Word of God. And as it builds you, you will become solid. You will become strong. You will become what God wants you to be. And the devil will not be able to mess around with you anymore. 
You begin to live in dominion over every works of darkness, trampling upon serpents and scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy, and nothing will in any way hurt you in the name of Jesus. Yes, if you need any further inquiry, you need spiritual help, please feel free to contact me on the telephone number that will be given at the end of this podcast or through the email address that will also be given. And by all means, by God's grace, I will reach out to you. And I know it shall be well with you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, before we conclude today's podcast, please let's just have some word of prayer, prayer points. Usually we have three prayer points at the end of the podcast, and I want us to just pray through them right now, and the Lord will bless us, and we close the podcast for this week. Our first prayer point, say, My Father and my God, let your counsel alone be fulfilled in my life and destiny. Continually frustrate the tokens of the liars in my life. My Father and my God, let your counsel alone be fulfilled in my life and destiny. Continually frustrate the tokens of the liars in my life. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray, O Lord God, that you will continually, O Lord God, I establish your counsel concerning my life, concerning my destiny, and you continually frustrate the tokens of the liars in my life in the name of Jesus. Let your counsel alone, Lord, be fulfilled in my life. Let your counsel alone be fulfilled concerning my destiny. Oh, concerning my children's lives, concerning their destiny, every member of my household, let your counsel alone prosper, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that you continually frustrate the tokens of the liars in my life and the lives of every one of my loved ones in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Our second prayer point says, My Father and my God, frustrate every attack of the enemy over my life. Let no weapon formed against me and my household prosper. My Father and my God, frustrate every attack of the enemy over my life. Let no weapon formed against me and my household prosper. Prayer. My Father, my God, frustrate every attack of the enemy over my life. In the name of Jesus, frustrate every attack of the enemy over my loved ones, over my children, over my members of my household. In the name of Jesus, Father, frustrate every attack of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, let no weapon formed against me or any member of my household prosper, Lord. In the name of Jesus, that it will never prosper. It will not prosper. It will not see the light of the day. In the name of Jesus, frustrate every attack of the enemy over my life and let no weapon formed against me and any member of my household prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray to so my Father and my God. Send chaos, crisis, and calamity into the camp of my enemies. Give me and my household reasons to celebrate this season. My Father and my God, send chaos, crisis, and calamity into the camp of my enemies. Give me and my household reasons to celebrate this season. Prayer. My Father, my God, I pray, O Lord, that you send chaos, according to your word, Lord, crisis and calamity into the camp of my enemies, into the camp of my adversaries, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, give me and my household reasons to celebrate this season. That we will celebrate, we'll celebrate. The voice of rejoicing and salvation will not cease in our camp. In the name of Jesus, Lord, send chaos, send crisis, send calamity into the camp of our enemies, Lord. And give us, a Lord, reasons to celebrate this season. That will celebrate the Lordship of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you and bless your name for this week's podcast. 
Thank you for your word that has come to us, O Lord God, that you have the final authority. And so, Lord, I declare over every one of my listeners today, O Lord God, that your word alone will rule over their lives, that your counsel alone will prevail over their lives. That, Lord, what you desire concerning them, and I know what your desire concerning them is good, because your word says, O Lord God, that your thoughts towards them are thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give them a good destiny, hope, and a future. Father, that beautiful desire you have concerning every one of my listeners today, let it be fulfilled, let it be established in the name of Jesus. No power will truncate it. No power of the devil will truncate it. No abortion of destiny for any one of them in the name of Jesus. No distortion of destiny concerning any one of them in the name of Jesus. No disruption of your plan concerning any one of them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you will preserve them. You will keep them. You will uphold them. This season, they will celebrate. This season, they will rejoice. This season, they will celebrate the Lordship of Jesus in the name of Jesus. They will not bow down to any God. But Lord, continually, they will worship you. They will adore you. They will magnify you. Oh, they will appreciate you. They will love you in the name of Jesus. And it shall be well with every one of my listeners, oh Lord, this season and continually in the name of Jesus. That when next we are meeting, next week when we come up with another podcast, Oh, Father, they will have testimonies of your goodness, and it shall be a wonderful time again in your presence in the name of Jesus. Beloved, I decree over you that it shall be well with you. This season you will celebrate. You and every member of your household, you will celebrate. Any power that says you will weep, you will mourn, you will be in sorrow this season, I say the Lord God of heaven will send chaos, crisis, calamity into their camp, and they will never be able to Carry out their plans in the name of Jesus because the Lord will deliver you. He will cut off their evil hands. He will destroy their evil cancer. You will celebrate. With your members, I mean, with the members of your family, you will celebrate and it shall be well with you. When next we meet again next week, it shall be for joy, for rejoicing, for celebration. We keep celebrating the Lordship of Jesus because Jesus is Lord and He will continue to be Lord. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honor your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thanks, beloved, for being part of today's podcast. For this week's podcast, I appreciate you. I bless the name of the Lord for you. I believe the Lord has blessed you and we continue to bless you. Till next week, when we meet again with another episode of the podcast, the Lord makes his face to continue to shine upon you for good. In Jesus' name, amen. Remain blessed and keep loving Jesus. Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on plus 234-809-623-7300. Plus 234-809-623-7300. Or... You can send an email to wordexplorersministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.